0: light, and I'm keeping my eye on it like a hawk. Welcome once again again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. Um, on this week's episode, we are drinking some bookers, and I feel like I say this every episode I introduce. I've I introduce, I don't think I've ever had bookers. I don't think I know anything about Booker's, uh, so I'm super excited to get into this bottle. Um, yeah, I'm, I guarantee you Cole's going to come through with the, the history on it, because he always does. Uh, but before we get to that, I just want to say, one way you can really support the podcast is whatever venue you listen to it on, just leave us a, a rating, leave us a review. It really helps us out. It really lifts our spirits. You know, I, was, I went back and I was just kind of looking at some this week, and uh, it was really encouraging. If you are named Steve... And you want to leave a bad one? We've <laughs> yet to get a bad one. So, Steve, you've been holding back on us. Go ahead and rip us a new one. Uh, and, you know, that mm-hmm. might even help us change things a little bit. So we might be off yeah. a little bit better with you, bud. Um, but uh, that's about it. For oh, Also, if you want to, uh, if you want to contact us, hit us up on Instagram because that's kind of where we choose to stay. That's where we feel comfortable. And that's about it. I think that's enough for the business there. Let's get to the podcast. And cool. How you doing?
1: Um listeners, do you, does anyone notice the frustration in Robbie's voice?
0: <laughs> could, you, could you tell me just... frustrated? Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: but it's okay. Our listeners uh will know now that we, we probably recorded about fifteen to twenty minutes already. And uh I think Robbie had an issue with his um mic. So Same thing that we're starting last over. Week. Yeah, so but I hopefully we'll learn and figure out what the cause was. Um and we'll keep an eye on the um, record light. Well, here's the thing. is like um, I, the whole recording now, I'm uh-huh. going
0: cross-eyed, just staring at my red light to make sure it stays oh, on. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. But the good news is, is that I'm further into my entry buzz than I was. Okay. Um Yeah, so, but yeah, how am I doing, Uh, you ask? The
0: buzz that Uh, was, the biz that is, how you doing, Cole?
1: Whoa, that was good, Robbie. (laughs) No, you're Did you just
0: make that up? Yeah, that was was straight off the dome, man.
1: Wow. Yeah. See, I have no skill such as yours.
0: You do, in a different way, in a better way.
1: Yeah, in like math ways and stuff. (laughs) I can rhyme with math.
0: You yeah. can, can but you?
1: uh uh, yeah, probably, you know when I when I um was learning Latin in high school, we we they someone brought up uh, epic poetry, like Latin poetry, and I was like, how hard can it be? everything ends with us, like that's like point. Julius or 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 like ends with like only a few things. How could rhyming be that hard? but then I learned that Roman or Latin poetry wasn't so, uh, it wasn't about rhyming. So that was a fun realization later in oh, high sound, school.
0: That sounds like, why is that not an attraction at Disneyland? That sounds like so much fun, Cole.
1: <laughs> Latin poetry. Here we go. Yeah, yeah so, uh, yeah. There's actually a video of me on YouTube. Don't look it up. Uh, but it is a video titled, you know, I forget what the artist was. I want to say it was like T.I. or something like that um but it was what you know about that what you know about that and it goes like that well we made a video in high school that was what you know about lat (laughs) and so we leave (laughs) it at that and we we did did a rap based on um the aeneid by virgil and that's my life so anyway (laughs) uh how am i doing robbie uh, you know, I I did mention that I, I won't I won't lie, but I was organic the first time. I am beaming this week, uh, yeah. and and that's not because we're drinking a Jim Beam product. Uh, I this week we had a um ultrasound and we got to see our little Nina, and she is adorable, and they did all the checks and she's pretty like average, uh you know size wise, which is awesome, um and then she everything's going smoothly there's no issues at all Uh, but at a certain point in the uh, ultrasound they're like all right let's just take some pictures for you guys so you can kind of like we'll send them to your phone and then you can you know take them show them to your family and so these days you can do uh 3d ultrasounds and then on top of that you can do like recordings so it's like 4d basically uh they can like actually see like (laughs) time i mean that is in a way 4d the
0: fourth dimension is video
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> and um and so they show our little girl and we zoom in kinda on her face and and for like about five seconds they start like recording and then about five seconds into it, she just puts on this smile. Mm-hmm. And it's like she's laughing to herself. It's like this open mouth smile. You can actually see her tongue a little bit. She, she's like, aha like it was it was beautiful. And so we sent it to say, you.
0: She heard her dad in the room say, that was my nickname in college, and she's like, oh, classic, Dad's at it again!" Boom, smile.
1: Exactly. She was laughing <laughs> it up. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I I look forward to that. I look forward to making a lot of dad jokes around her, and uh, and I'm I'm sure she'll love them. Maybe oh, for a few years, I yeah. guess. <laughs> you got, you
0: got it till the hormones hit, and then then it's just eye rolls and uh, yeah. So,
1: so so I guess uh, Amara's out and the twins are in in that room.
0: Twins twins can't not get enough of Dad's comedy and Amara's. As soon as we get, mm-hmm. she's like, "Shut up, Dad! Stop! Stop it! Stop it!" Which is, <laughs> it would be interesting because next year she'll be uh, she'll be at the school with me. So she's going to go to my middle school next year, which I'm sure um, I'm going to get like two oh, weeks wow. of like her, being her nest and her comfort zone. And then after that, it's just going to be, "Don't look at me, Dad. Don't talk to me, Dad." So
1: Oh man, middle school. Can't believe it, man. Seriously. But so Amara when
0: you see the ultrasound, don't you just would well, just don't you uh-huh. just Oh my gosh. Like so your guys is it definitely is like a video of a kid. Like it really is. Um and I remember yeah. we we would get ultrasound pictures. Um and i just mm. kept thinking oh i just want to give the little lips a kiss i just want to hug that little girl but I'm like that little video like oh my goodness yeah she smiled. like she's so cute the entire time and then she smiles and my it just melted my heart i'm like oh my gosh she's so cute
1: like, oh, yeah. oh. You guys, yeah i had to share it with you guys because i was like i was like someone needs to see this and love this as oh, much as i do It melted my heart oh, so love.
0: cute yeah oh That's you're getting weird. close man hey um Dude, I th- I thought mm-hmm. I heard a good name today. That I oh I can't uh-huh. remember right now. Have you listened to the latest episode of Stuff You Should Know? Where it's like on oh what's her name? Oh, what is that gal's name? It is just a second. On uh,
1: was it uh Madam C.J. Walker? Um,
0: Madam, what? It's a short stuff on Madam C.J. Walker. It was like the first self-made no millionaire woman in the united states anyway she had a a Mm. name for her she named her daughter something and it was like the most beautiful original name and i was like oh my gosh that's so pretty but anyway you have to listen to that episode because i was like oh my gosh if i had a daughter um it would i would think about incorporating that name so
1: i uh i can't wait to tell people her name and the funny thing is is that heather and i only refer to her as bb bb um BB as in baby. Um, oh, okay. but I'm glad we do, um, because I would probably let it loose. I'd just be like, "Oh, you know this, you know girl's name uh, around you," and I'd be like, "Oh, she's doing that," and like say her name. So I'm I glad really we only like like Heather right and there. I know it, but we don't talk about her name often. Yeah. So yeah, there will be no slips. You know, hopefully. And, and I'll tell you one thing: for Colonel Turkey say. Dump
0: is hard to not just blurt out. Oh, I did it. I did it right there. Dang it. Robbie. <laughs> Dang it. Now everyone in the world knows. C T D Oh man. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Yeah. So yeah, let me think. Um, otherwise, life is good. Right. I, I think that really made my week this week. I mean, I was I'm still like that was two days ago and I'm still like beaming. Yeah. Just feeling so proud that my little daughter is a smiler. And uh yeah. So, yeah, what about you? How's uh, life?
0: Life's good. Things are all right. Um, we, uh, we got the girls. The twins have new big girl beds. So, like, we got rid of the cribs last nice. year about this time. But their beds that they had were, like, on the floor, and it was still, like, their crib mattresses. So, it was, like, b- bigger than cribs, but not quite big girl beds. So, we got, like, uh, some beds mm-hmm. from Ikea delivered. It's a bunk bed. And so... I feel bad because oh, I know so like, cool. Chelsea's obsessively watching the camera and making sure Finley's not falling out. Right <laughs> While um, you're recording? Yeah. So the girls got new beds, and they're super excited tonight, and it was it was cute and fun. So, like, it's funny because the twins are so close and have spent so much time together. Like, mm-hmm. it feels like just one being on above the other one is separation to them because they can't see what the other one's doing. Yeah. Like, we're putting them down and – they both kept saying, I want to see what Junie's doing. I want to see what Finley's doing. Like, they could Oh, hard that's for him. cute. Yeah, so so that's interesting. That's good. So wait, let me guess.
1: Um, Junie's on top.
0: No, Junie is on the bottom because Junie is accident-prone, but she's cautious. Uh... So in one sense, I want her <laughs> to be on top because she will be cautious. Like, I don't want to fall off. I don't want to fall off. Uh, yeah. But at the same sense, she's very, like, oh, gosh. Like, she just stands there and falls down. And it's... <laughs> It's the cutest thing though, because right after <laughs> she goes, I'm okay, I'm okay. Like, <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Because it happens so often. And it's like, are you okay? You okay? Um, Finley, on the other hand, is more physically capable. So, like in the morning when they wake up, she'll just be like, uh-huh. just like, like Junie. The first time she got up, like struggled to get down. And they go, Finley, can you try getting? And she goes, Oh yeah, that's easy. And she just climbs down because that stuff's easy oh. for her. So yeah, so Finley's on top, Junie's on the bottom. Bunk. That makes sense. I yeah. Guess. So uh-huh. it's fun. It's crazy. They're growing up and yeah uh it is crazy. what how old are they now they are coming up on four so they'll be four on june uh, 30th so it's like it's coming up man it is it's like two months away almost or a month away no, yeah two months away so it's
1: wow. crazy yeah it's right after yeah our babies do
0: yeah oh i can't wait to visit That's you guys cool. though they're gonna love they're gonna be so dude enamored we can't wait
1: baby. for you guys to visit us
0: yeah We'll give you some space and we'll wait a little bit. We'll, you know, because it's tricky. But oh, I can't wait to keep those girls yeah, are gonna go nuts for your baby.
1: Oh, I believe it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go nuts. Oh gosh. Yeah, and
1: I bet Amara would be great with them. Her too. Oh, Mara's Amara's an old a good pro. Uh, older old, sister. Old pro yeah.
0: for sure. So. Mm. Yeah, man that's good like I, I, yeah that's cool so you have your you've had your entry buzz you've had a little bit of buffalo trace. i have not had an entry buzz so i'm kind of yep. like I'm, I'm a little ready to get into this history you ready
1: oh well let us do it um i say we send it to break oh real quick let's let's shout out um some of our favorite peeps um we got i got three shout outs this week uh well no let's do it after the break we'll get back and we'll do some shout outs Perfect. so here we go to break Alright, we're back. So a few shout outs. Like I mentioned, oh, wanted I, can, to get back or wanted with, to get to. Can I start the yeah. shout outs here? No, please. Because the start first it up. take,
0: I was on top of this. The second take, I missed it. Uh-huh. uh my week Be one, on top of it. One of my highlights of this week, I was uh I was making dinner and stuff like that. And, uh, my wife heard a knock at the door, answered the door, and it was the manliest man she's ever seen, besides her husband. I'm sure I love that right, manly like, man. Yeah. Well, he's he's a very manly male courier, uh, but the courier mm. dropped off a package from Ben Klepsig, and my wife walks in and goes, "I think he yeah. got some whiskey." And I was I did an audible gasp, and I was like, "Yes, I think I did." I looked at it. Ben Klepsig coming through, uh, sent the uh, yep. one of my favorites, which I can't get, which I'm super excited to have, uh, is Mellow Corn Bottle and Bond, so yummy. Yeah, and then what, what's the other one? Uh, the other 2 there. Uh... uh, he
1: got two uh, Castle and Key uh, mm-hmm. special varieties, and that's from like the old basically what used to be the old Taylor distillery. It's super cool, apparently. He actually got to go out to uh, Kentucky uh, just to like vacation wise, and he hit nice. up all these great places. Yeah, Ben, thank you so much.
0: Oh, cool. Speaking of Kentucky, you know who lives in Kentucky that we both know?
1: Uh-huh. Uh,
0: Kira uh, Perkins, yeah. So I it just dawned on me this week she lives there. So I, and we might to hit her up and be like, "Hey, if you're ever able to."
1: Actually, are, I don't know Kira. You don't know Kira. You know Kira. Oh. No. Oh, that's. I right. think she moved before I got there. They or moved something. before
0: you got to Boise.
1: That's for sure. So, yeah. Or uh, yeah. that the right. whole family. That's yeah. cool. I didn't know she was in Kentucky.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't realize. I mean, I don't keep up with people that very well, as you know. Mm. Um. And I just found that out. So anyway, yeah. So,
1: no, that's cool. So another shout out to Caleb Olson, who's just a general pro in general. I guess I'm probably deep into the century buzz. Um, <laughs> he's the one who provided this uh, sample today. He uh, gave us both the Booker's uh, Kathleen's batch, specifically the 201801 release. Uh, so big shout out to Caleb Olson that's for bullies. being. Such a generous man and uh, providing what we're drinking today. And, and then one other quick one. This is a this is a personal shout out uh, because uh, Jason Preston took good care of me in the past week or two. I don't think I shouted him out last week, even though um, the manly man courier came down. Um, Jason took care of me, got me a batch number two, lot 40, uh, which isn't French oak finished and which isn't uh, no age statement. Mm. Uh, The batch number two is 11 years and uh, is going to be amazing. And they also sent me a Lot 40 um, Dark Oak, uh, which is not a cash strength, but it's like like good barrel finished um, Lot 40 and 100% Rye Malt or Rye Mash, excuse me. Um, So shout out to Jason Preston, Ben Klepsig, and Caleb Olson being awesome. So thank you guys. Um, I actually got some really good history today. I was really happy with the stuff I found uh, regarding Bookers. Um, So let's start it up uh, and then we'll drink. What do you say? So, um, this is actually our first Bookers product on the podcast, but it's definitely not our first Jim Beam product on the podcast. We've had plenty of those. Uh, Most recent, actually, wasn't so recent though um was legion bourbon that was episode 117 and we're on what like 148 now we got to think about a 150 episode soon we got to think true. about what we're gonna do for that um though we have done two makers products since episode 117 and they're not Jim Beam products but they are owned by Beam Suntory. uh but that doesn't matter right now so let's talk about Booker <laughs> No. It seems pretty obvious that his th- this name of what we're drinking today uh, for a bourbon was selected after an actual person's name. And that person is Booker Noe II. I, uh, remember how I said that Beams are like legendary in Kentucky whiskey world? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, technically, so are Noes. And that's N-O-E for the record. That's Booker Noe. Um, so, Jim Beam had a son... Named Jeremiah Beam, uh, also known as Jerry, uh, spelled J-E-R-E, but pronounced Jerry apparently. And he Jim Beam also had a daughter, and her name was Margaret. And Margaret got married to a man named Frederick Booker No. And Frederick and Margaret, Margaret sorry, had a son, and they named him Frederick Booker No. II. Uh, but he was definitely half Beam. Uh, born in 1929, he went to school uh, it, at the University of Kentucky and uh, started working for the Beam Distillery in his early 20s, right around 1950, uh, as a assistant distiller. And, of course, growing up in the Beam family, he did work a little bit as a teenager with the distillery, uh, but now he was kind of in the big leagues uh, for the distillery. In 1965... He became the master distiller and was so the master distiller, that's a weird way of phrasing it, (laughs) until he retired. He remained the master distiller until he retired in 1992.
0: Gosh, he is so the master Uh, distiller.
1: So (laughs) master distiller. (laughs) That's funny. Cole, you are
0: so the host of this podcast.
1: You're so the host of this podcast. So... anyway that's funny I almost spit out my whiskey <laughs> I heard that um yeah <laughs> I came out through my nose almost oh that would hurt though anyway um, but before he retired he did an old master distiller thing and started a product that was named after himself and I am not sh- yeah I, I don't know if it was his idea but in 1987 he introduced Booker's bourbon. One of the big first uncut, unfiltered uh, varieties of bourbon ever bottled. I didn't know it went back that far. Remember how I said uh, in previous episodes that the late 80s were really hard time for the bourbon industry? Yes, You might not, but maybe you do. I remember that because,
0: I hang on every word you say.
1: Yeah. I mean, do you remember Age International?
0: Oh, yes.
1: Totally. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Age International bought out Blanton's in the late 80s or early 90s. I want to say it was early 90s. It was a hard time for bourbon. Anyway, Booker, Booker No was fighting against that hard time in the bourbon industry with this release. And actually brought a lot of great attention to the bourbon spirit during this time. Uh, he actually had a reputation for doing that. In the 60s, he was actually known to have a huge hand in revitalizing the bourbon industry, especially while gin and vodka after the war were having a very nice heyday. He he brought back bourbon into the spotlight. He apparently is said to have coined the term we dislike so much, uh, small batch, and... It was very effective, though, in the late 80s and early 90s to draw attention to the, uh, to especially this bourbon, the, the Booker's bourbon, the 120-plus-proof bourbon. Uh, quote, straight from the barrel, the way bourbon used to be. <laughs> uh, I, I had no idea that Booker's line is older than I am. I would have expected Booker's to be like 15 years old maximum. Uh, but yeah, it goes back to 1987, Uh, They've done a lot of batches since 1987. Like so many that there's websites that list all of them, and there's a lot, like over 50, Uh, because they do actually a few batches per year. And the average uh, age I saw was like six to seven years, and the highest proof was 136.2. But that was actually the 2016 Rye, and I believe it was the first time they ever did a Rye for Booker's. Uh, but that won so many awards. In fact, Jim Murray gave it the World Whiskey of the Year in 2017. Uh, and I've had it. It's phenomenal. Uh, you probably couldn't even find it these days, the 2016 batch. Uh, I bet you Jason Preston has one, though, knowing him. Anyway, uh, phenomenal. But almost all are bourbons. Like, there's only a few that are arise. Uh, but they're all around 125 to about 130 proof. And they all have names to it. Well, at least since 2013. they Like, like cool names like, for example, Kathleen's Batch. Mm. And that's what we're drinking today. Um, Booker's 2018 01. I imagine that means the January 2018 release. Uh, Kathleen's Batch. Named after Kathleen D. Benedetto. Benedetto. Mm. Benedetto. 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 yeah yeah kathleen d- benedetto no no, no. <laughs> kathleen d benedetto who benedetto. is in the kentucky bourbon hall of fame yeah it didn't take too long um booker no would even mentor her at the distillery she uh, helped launch with him jim beam small batch bourbon collection and no considered her the daughter he never had And uh, selected this, this batch was selected by Kathleen herself with Booker's son, Fred No. Booker died in, I want to say, oh, two, oh, two or oh, four. And the also who else who helped select it was the Booker's Bourbon Roundtable, basically an esteemed group of whiskey experts, enthusiasts and writers. Apparently, this is a blend of seven barrels from five production dates and actually three warehouses at Jim Beam. Uh, aged six years, three months, 14 days minimum. Uh, 127.4 proof, uh, uncut, and non-chill filtered.
0: Hey, hey that's, that's not the name the, of the name podcast. Of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: And like, like we mentioned, it's from January uh, 2018. So it was barreled six years, three months, and 14 days before that. Uh, total wine price, when it was released in 2018, this was about 70 to $75 bottle, or dollars retail. A little more than that these days if you were to try to find it because it's one of those vintages. Um, <clears throat> so let's pour this up. Another thank you to Caleb Olson for providing As this sample today. Yeah. What Just a pro. Thanks,
0: thanks for existing, Caleb.
1: Yeah, he's a great guy. He is. Thanks for being so good looking, too.
0: Oh, gosh. He's really good looking. His wife is lucky. His yeah. children are lucky to have his genes. Um,
1: I thought you were about to say, his wife's good looking, too. <laughs> she, <laughs> I'm sure she is. Don't get me wrong. Oh, she's
0: got to be gorgeous. I mean, a guy like Caleb Olson could bag anybody. So seriously. Yeah, seriously. She's probably the total package. Supermodel. Um, yeah. I still have... So, said, uh, I got to
1: put my Buffalo Trace away, because that's getting in the way right now. He sent us go uh, ahead. a
0: couple Bur- Bourbon Badger stickers, oh, gosh, last year, about the, I mean, about last yeah. year. Yeah. I still haven't put mine on anything uh-huh. yet, because I wanted to go on something that's going to, like, last. And I just haven't put... I've, yeah, you know, seriously. Yeah, he's so. got a
1: cool sticker. It's really cool.
0: Uh, um, um, I'm a little worried, though. So, I'm
1: nosing this. Chelsea What's made, that?
0: Chelsea made some amazing Brussels sprouts tonight, and I ate a lot of them. And nice. Every time I burp, it's this weird, brusselly spray. <laughs> so I'm worried it's gonna affect my palate and my nose here a little bit. But,
1: mm-hmm. hmm, Uh-oh. I just gave a little swish of water. I wonder. I wonder if myself from the buffalo trays.
0: I wonder if I'm in a latex phase again. Remember, we had like three episodes where everything was latex for me.
1: That's right. Yeah, maybe you're sick. Get,
0: uh, getting a little bit right now. I was thinking about that. Stick in the I'm mind. Like, like, aside from worrying about family members and COVID, like, the biggest thing for me was, like, I do not want to lose my senses, taste, and smell. Like,
1: Dude, that's real. Yeah. That's very real. Dude, could you imagine? That's, like, number one reason not to get it is because we might not be able to taste bourbon for a month or two or more. more. Like, some people, like, still haven't gotten yeah. their taste back. After like a year.
0: Well, I've already decided if that happens to me, I'm lying, and I'm just gonna read the notes off the internet, and like you guys will know it. <laughs> You've American already decided because you just match it up with the internet, and it's gonna be spot Dude, on to everything. That would suck. That, that would be awful. Oh, it'd be horrible. It's good
1: thing yeah. we both got our uh, vaccine then. Yeah.
0: So Dang, I'm getting, that sucks. I'm getting a little that bit of latex sucks, on yeah. it, on the nose. Um, the more I'm doing like the hyper swirl here, and it's it's kind of getting fading a little Oh yeah, bit.
1: I gotta give it the hyper swirl.
0: Just good apples. Getting like a nice appley bourbon. Yeah. Carmelie.
1: I was gonna say apples and oak.
0: Yeah, there's a good amount of oak there for sure.
1: Like just blatant oak.
0: I don't notice yeah. oak until you mention it. Like oak is this does not pop up mm. on my my sniffer.
1: But it's funny. I was just sipping Buffalo Trace, and this doesn't have too far a nose off of mm. what I was drinking, at least on the apple side. Um, so, oh my that's, gosh, uh, is it good? Ooh, mm. the oak is pretty strong on the nose, so I'm a little worried for the palate. But we'll see. This yeah, go is ahead. a
0: very oh, just I mean, I I'm gonna have to go for my second sip here. Just off my first sip mm-hmm. though, this is bold. It's it's just there's a lot. It's a punch to the mouth. Just a flavor. Um, proofage wise, it's awesome on the heat. It, it kind of hits just a sweet spot there where it's like it's it's warm and it's hot, but it's not too hot. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's this is a punch to the mouth. Like there's I'm definitely getting it is a fruitiness it's not necessarily apples but it's like a super fruitiness on it for sure i do get a little bitterness towards Mm. the end but oh man on the front of the palate it's killer
1: the Mm. biggest note i'm getting here is charred oak um not a bad thing and and don't get me wrong the the proof is there what what 127.4 it's definitely there Uh, my mouth was burning for a while i had to like kind of like slowly breathe in to let it um, not make me cough, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, but the biggest note, yeah, I'm getting is like uh, oakiness. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it's definitely not my favorite note. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is punch, or it does pack a punch for Ooh, sure. I'm loving It punches it. a pack. Ooh. Punches it right in the pack. <laughs>
0: No, I'm I'm really digging this. It's uh mm-hmm. I'm getting like it's almost like mm. a wild berry Capri Sun kind of a taste to it. Like it's like a, a, a hmm. Super strong sweetness for me. I can see the oakiness. Um but it is like flavorful and a and bold for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh huh. I'm trying to think. Let me think.
0: My my second other
1: than <laughs> excuse me. Go ahead.
0: My second sip, I didn't get the bitterness that I got the first time, so that's good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Ooh, man.
1: leatheriness, oh, maybe.
0: Okay, I could see that.
1: Yeah. Um, try to draw it out. Besides just the oak, um, it's yeah, I like that leather note. Like almost a really nice. Aged leather. Um,
0: yeah. This is, it, it's warming. Like, this is one you can sit with. Yeah. This is a sit, a sit mm-hmm. and sip. Like, there's a lot to be explored. It's warming for sure. Mm. This, I mean, this is like a, it could definitely be a winter whiskey, a fall whiskey, um, just mm. in the way that it warms you up. Like, I think the proofage on it is hitting perfectly for yeah. sure. It's
1: hot, though, but it's good. It yeah, is. Yeah.
0: It definitely is. But, it. I mean, well, I mean, like, and again, I go back to, like, I keep going back to the Handy, uh, 2020 Handy. It's like that was, like, too hot. Like, too hot. Couldn't. Yeah. Um, but this is, like, hot enough. Too hot where, to enjoy. Yeah. This is hot enough to where it's like, you know you're drinking a whiskey, especially if you love to drink whiskey. And you, um, it's, it's hot enough to be like, oh, I'm, uh, that's a whiskey right there. It's not watered down. It's nothing like that at all. Um, but it's also got a lot of just—it's just there. It's a lot of flavor, and so I'm gonna—I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, drop some water and kind of sniff on it here for a second.
1: Yeah, I just did. I'm gonna give it the old swirly swirl. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think the front and center note I'm getting is like a a charred oak. Um, okay. And those who know me very well know that's—it's a good note, but sometimes that note scares me away. Mm-hmm. So for me, it is—it is. It is It packs a punch. There's a lot going on there, but the big two notes are charred oak and leather. Um, I'm not getting that fruitiness that you're talking about, but I can see how you could see that, which I'm down for.
0: It's definitely
1: a little bit better nose with the water. Go ahead.
0: I I, I am definitely getting a little bit of latex, so I'm worried. Like I'm going to go on a like, maybe maybe we should do like a scotch or something next week. I don't know. Get away from like bourbons because I get it with bourbon, dude. But um,
1: speaking of which, go ahead. (laughs)
0: <laughs> speaking of which, go ahead. Well, yeah,
1: I guess I'll go, because I did say speaking of which. I got a really nice scotch this week. Ooh. Um, oh, yes, I might. got a committee release from Ardbeg. Yeah. I got the uh, committee release for Scorch, uh, which is uh, pretty legit in my book. Like, any Ardbeg, whenever they put out a committee release, I get very excited. But the last one I've ever owned was the 2014, or no 2015 SN committee release which was Ardbeg Supernova amazing isn't that so I saw this at Total didn't, Wine didn't go Ardbeg ahead.
0: Supernova go to space
1: yeah I mean sort of I mean it was commemorative of that <laughs> cool you told oh, that was me a you were going put space
0: in my mouth <laughs>
1: <laughs> if anyone hasn't heard that episode it might be worth going back it's got to be the first 40 episodes of, of chill one. filtered uh, but it was where I let Adam down quite a bit when I didn't put space in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm really excited about that, but you were, you were saying maybe a nose note on, uh, the water pour.
0: Um, I, I think it's, Oh geez. I took my sip since then. Um, on the palate with a little bit of water, it it's a lot brighter. Yeah. Um, it, okay. it feels, it feels a little bit stronger actually to me. Like it, it it's a little more burn there, which is not necessarily a bad mm-hmm. thing. Still getting a little bit of late. I get a little bit more latex on the palate with it, but.
1: um. Wow, there is more burn there. Yeah,
0: isn't there? It's Which is, I mean, it's kind of fun mm-hmm. in a way, but it's also like yeah. kind of surprising with the water added. Mm-hmm. But the water, it's got a nice viscosity to it, too, where it's almost honey-like. You know, it thickens up yeah. for sure on the on the palate, so. Mm-hmm. I got a little fruit fly bothering me here, man. I'm not ready for bugs again.
1: Well, tell them shoe fly, don't bother me.
0: Oh, my gosh. So the twins, anytime they see any bug, would freak out, freak out, freak out. And we, like, we get flies. <laughs> and we we started singing that song, and, like, every time we nice. say bug now, Daddy, sing shoe fly. So then I, I, I sing that all oh, the time. Oh, that's so. cute. Because um, I belong to somebody, I feel, I feel, I feel like a morning star. That's the weirdest way to transition right there.
1: No, it was perfect.
0: Well, no, I'm just singing in the song, like "Shoe Fly, Don't bother me." Oh yeah, yeah. It go, turns like, into a whole other song. I feel like song. a morning star. Like,
1: I don't know. Do you know that this is weird? But, um, no, I'm not even gonna go
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like anyway, you need to now. Yeah. Cool.
1: Okay, so I'll go into this. So, Morning Star, um, can be interpreted as the devil.
0: Hmm. Look it up. Okay. So yeah. it's like get away, fly. I kill. If I kill the fly, I'm kind of like the devil, or I come become the devil. Yeah. Okay. That's deep, man. So
1: anyway. <laughs> Back here on Chill Filtered. Uh, the podcast, I'm still where getting we that, talk that about the oaky nose.
0: For the devil, so you don't have to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. Dang. So, no, no. More so because we don't have to.
0: Oh, man. Cole, I'm sniffing this and I'm getting a little bub on the nose. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, a little Lucifer on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> What's That's my funny. rating? 666. Six, six
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) 6.66 that's great um yeah i'm still getting you know like this like don't get me wrong some people would love this whiskey some people would like eat this whiskey up in terms of the flavor notes and the tasting and the palate notes Mm -hmm. um it is just oak to me and and it's not bad oak That's just all I'm getting. That's the hard thing.
0: You know, I can see, I can see where you're going. I do love this. I I really like this a lot. This Mm -hmm. is right at my alley. So, which
1: I like that you like it.
0: I dropped my cube. Have you dropped a cube yet? Did your bus driver drop that cube?
1: Bus driver, drop drop that that cube.
0: cube. So the nose with the cube killed the latex, which I'm loving. So I'm getting a very just, I'm getting a watered down apple, apple juice, mott's kind of a thing going. Okay. So I'm excited to taste it. But I think, you know, nose wise, like I was, I was getting that note, not my favorite, but on the palate, like everything is, has been perfect to me. Like it's just really good, but it is strong. It's bold. The Oak is there. Like Oak is hard for me to pick up, but when you say it, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's probably what it is. Um, so I can see why you're not as into it, but I'm loving it so far.
1: Hmm. I'm getting uh sugary notes with Oak. Oh. Um, I do prefer this nose to the water nose. I don't know about neat nose at this point, uh, but it's it's nice and sugary. Uh, but we'll take taste. What do you think? I, it sounds like you've sipped.
0: Oh, I have. Uh, but on the nose, as I was sipping, I got a little like a tobacco kind of a note, a little earthy kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That was I, I don't typically. Get I that. can dig that. I don't typically get that, which is nice. Um, on the palate, it was it's it definitely more earthy um tobacco's yeah it's like, earthy like that's a, t- a good note like a tobacco leathery kind of things coming out um which is going well like i like it um it is i don't know this is i think this is like
1: this is the ultimate tobacco earthy leathery yeah bourbon right here yeah you can't get any more than this oh it's good which I'm- if you're into that Buy this bottle. I,
0: yeah. I didn't realize I was into it, but I'm I'm digging it. Like it's pretty dang good. Mm. Um, this and the
1: the water or the ice pour is actually just as good, if not better, than the other two pours.
0: Yeah, I'm. I mean, all for three me. pours have been good for sure. Um, with ice, I'm getting a little bit of menthol, minty kind of a thing going on there too. So okay, yeah, I don't know. This is like. And I think I, I've mentioned this before, but this is kind of what I want in a whiskey where there is a lot going on and you just got to kind of sit yeah, and, sure. and digest it, you know, and really think about it. And like, that's my favorite thing too. So like if you've had this, definitely would love to hear what you're thinking because um, there's like, as so as for you sure. drink it with somebody and they say, like, oh, this kind of like your mind starts going there and you can pull it out a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I'm loving this, man. This is good.
1: I love that you love it. I don't not like it. <laughs> um just not my type of whiskey. I I I would not buy a bottle of this for 70 to 75 bucks. Um I would, but absolutely. But that's only because like oak is not my favorite yeah. note. That's the biggest reason, yeah. But I do like the water pour compared to the I mean the ice pour compared to the water and the mm. neat. A lot more um just accessibility to those palette notes and the finished notes, uh, but yeah, it's like pure, earthy, leathery tobaccoy mm-hmm. uh really great notes, Robbie, for calling those ones out.
0: Oh, it's about time I pulled my weight do you uh mm. you, <laughs> do you have a rating in mind?
1: I didn't mean that like it's about time, yeah no, you just <laughs> did well, no, I just it go straight well. to
0: self deprecation, but yeah. You gotta do, <laughs> do you have a rating in mind? Let me let me think about this right, one. I'm, for, I'm, do I'm you ra- ra- have one? I'm ready. Yeah. So this. Okay, uh, go for I it. I would definitely get this. This is there's a lot going on there. It's like not quite there, but almost a hub of what status for me. It, it took me by nice. surprise. I know a lot of people are really into Booker, so I did I did have higher expectations coming into this because I know a lot of people love Booker's. Um, so. Had I not had that in my mind, it probably would be a Hubba of what. But this is like, I'm going about 8.8 on it. Um, nice. Super. There's a lot going on there. I feel like proofage wise, it's perfect. It's not too hot, but you can definitely tell this is a hot whiskey. Um, lots nice. of depth. Change through all three phases there between neat, water iced. Like this is it, I don't know it's just a fun to me it is a lot of fun for fun whiskey and I can see why Cole's a little bit down on it because it's one of those notes, like last week I think we had a pretty pretty big gap last week because I was just yeah all I was getting like, was latex and you were not there you know so that's one of those things where it's mm. like this might be one that's more of a niche kind of a thing where it's it's your thing or it's not it's for my sure thing, so.
1: absolutely yeah what do you got Cole? that's a really good way to put it no I'm glad you um you know put it that way because. Some people would love this thing. And some people, if they're kind of on my train of, like, too much oak is not great, you know, might not like it as much. Um, my rating is 7.9. I, like I said, I wouldn't buy this for okay. 70 to $75. Um, only because, and, and and I do respect this whiskey. Really appreciate what it's doing. It's, like, six plus years. Um Uncut, unfiltered of the line that's gone back what like thirty four years at this point, uh, so that's pretty legit. I I do like it, but barely uh, because of the oak notes. <laughs> um, but it is something special. Like if you, I honestly mean that if you're into earthy, tobacco-y, leathery notes, this is right up your alley. Uh, so check it out. And the cool thing about Booker's is. They all are very different. They're all kind of the same mash bill for the most part, uh, besides, you know, the rise and stuff. Uh, But they are all going to be very different. They're all different proofs. They're all different releases. They all got different summers and winters in them. Um, So check check this one out. It's, uh, you know, if you can find it, it it is like two or three years old at this point. Uh, But if you get your hands on a Kathleen's batch and you're really into those notes, do it. But yeah, for me... The, those notes, especially the strong oaky notes, took a lot away from it for me. But that's just me, and I okay. totally get that a lot of people would disagree with me. So, yeah, 7.9. All right. Yeah.
0: Well, there you have it. okey Do You know what a
1: time I think it is, Robbie?
0: Is it time for Whiskey World News? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Right, well, it's time for Whiskey World News, as Cole definitively told us before that break. Uh, part of the show, where we <laughs> read an article and we talk about it. Uh, this week, this article comes from the Whiskey Wash, of course, and is written by our nice favorite death metal named. Sounding author. Dino Kil- Kilgore Ooh. Marchetti. And it's titled Buffalo Trace Goes you in Latest Experimental Collection offering. So I thought this Ooh, was kind of. Time. This is pretty cool, this, actually. This will this, lead a little bit into our what whiskey would you choose. Uh, but anyway, um, Buffalo Trace through its experimental collection has showcased a number of interesting whiskeys releases releases over the years. The newest offering from the collection is upon us, taking the form of do, do, do you know how to say this? Is it beiju? Baiju? I want
1: to say it's Baiju, but it's Chinese, I want to say. So it's
0: B-A-I-J-I-U, style spirit aged in new American oak casks. The new Buffalo Trace Experimental Collection Baijiu style bottle, according to those behind it, is distilled like a whiskey, but produced using traditional Baijiu ingredients of sorghum and peas. After aging the distillate for 11 years in three separate casks, the uncharred, charred, the, okay, so Uncharred, charred, and toasted white oak, those are the three casks, the spirits were married together and bottled at nice. 90 proof. Baijiu, for those who don't know what it is, is regarded as the largest selling spirit in the world, according, yeah. accounting for about 31% of spirits volume globally. According to wow. the International Wine and Spirits Record, um, it is similar to Burp. Uh, bourbon, in that it is an agricultural product made from fermented grains. The intriguing flavor profile is noted in a prepared statement, and rise in the spirit's popularity led to Buffalo Tracy's curiosity and with, experimenting with distilling Baijiu like a bourbon to create a rich and unique spirit. Official tasting notes indicate. The nose is rich and savory, with notes of chocolate, dark cherries, and stone fruit. The sorghum and peas provide a palette nice. of confection sugar, followed by a sweet toffee finish, which that sounds delish. Uh, the experimental yeah. collection is packaged in 375 milliliter bottles, and each label includes all the pertinent information unique to the barrel of whiskey. Experimental collection in Baiji style can be found in select markets and will be available in late April or early May. Quantities, quantities are extremely limited, and its prices are... It's priced around $47. Um, so that's about it. Nice. Cool. any thoughts there?
1: Yeah, I first of all, I love trying Buffalo Trace's experimental collections. Uh, you know, they're half bottles, but everyone, like, I I think I had the, I don't know which year it was. It was probably like 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. uh, but they had a uh, rye mash 105 proof I want to say it was like the infrared one it might not have been but they just try all these crazy things and I think I'm not sure but I might be we did do an episode on it uh, very early on and um, on that specific one the uh, the one we uh, the 105 entry proof I want to say um, of that year but anyway uh, they Always do crazy things, but I want to say this is, excuse me, the first year that they've done a non, excuse me, bourbon. I want to say every other year has been at least a bourbon or a rye. Uh, they've done like four grains. They've done um, a lot of crazy things. They've done like a hot box whiskey or hot box bourbons. They've done uh, special curing of wood, uh it's, one, it's just cool like the the things that come out of this experimental collection usually show up later in like an eht release and they're like amazing <laughs> um so if you get your ch- if you get a chance to get your hands on one of these experimental bottles grab it like there's few things better than trying what buffalo Trace has got up their sleeve in terms of uh embracing change uh, as most people know they're their motto is honor tradition, embrace change. <laughs> I was gonna and bring that they... up if you didn't. <laughs> nice, yeah, yeah. They, cool. they they just try a know. lot of crazy things. Yeah, yeah. So that's my thoughts. Is if I if I could find one, I would absolutely buy it. Even though it's not bourbon, even though it's not like technically whiskey, even though it sort of is because it's grain based, um, I would be intrigued to find out what it's like. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What do you think? No, I, not much there. It's just, I just think it's exciting. It's one of the things where, um, I even, you know, kind of tease or what whiskey would you choose? It's like, you know, your pick for, mm-hmm. uh, kind of make other people jealous or kind of be uh, bougie on the shelf. Yeah. Is, you know, with a uh, Buffalo mm-hmm. Trace experimental collection. Uh, Oh yeah. Like, yeah. It, oh, I can't remember what it was now, but anyway, it's like, it's, it's cool. Like they try things, they do different things and you're know, like, like, I'm I'm down to try it. Like I'll I'll give it a shot. And like I, it's just I think, you know, even going back to what we are talking about like with COVID, it's like, gosh, I could not I, I I would it would be heartbreaking to me if I lost my sense of taste or smell. Because oh, yeah. I, I love just being like, What what's this whiskey like? What's that like? What's this drink like? What's that like? You know, like just smelling mm-hmm. and tasting like that's that's fun to me. That's adventurous to me. Like, um, so it it's cool. I'm I, this is an adventure I'd like to take and just kinda, you know, see what they got. Yeah. So it's cool. That's cool to me, man. So That's cool. if anybody gets a hand on the bottle, you, you can maybe help us out. Help us out. We'd love you get to get a try. huge shout out. Oh, you get the yeah. biggest shout out for sure. Oh, seriously. So anyway. Yeah, I
1: would love even though it's like not technically a whiskey, it belongs on this show. So hit yeah. us up, yeah. please.
0: All right, so I think it's g- good good time to go into our uh, what whiskey would you choose uh, last week? Yeah, uh, so we've kind of been going through uh, Matt Porter ADHD whiskeys, uh, five whiskeys you should have on your shelf. Remix uh, last week was remix a you- little little <laughs> Matt Matt job a little Spin Jay <laughs> a little Spin J, that's my favorite. Uh, but he's, uh-huh. but. Uh, uh, Last week's was, what bottle on your shelf makes you feel cool? And this is probably one of my favorite of the list because it's like...
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. It wasn't just what makes you feel cool. <clears throat> it was uh, specifically an epic whiskey bottle to rub in your friend's face when they get sassy. No,
0: that's this week's.
1: Yeah. Oh, totally, totally, totally. totally <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hide in the bush that I came out of. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, I've had too much of an entry buzz.
0: So last week's was what Bottle on Shelf makes you feel cool. That you can kind of show off when people come over. Um, <laughs> and You know, Cole, don't hide too much because you killed it this week. Uh, Cole went with the single yeah. project. Uh, was it Bottle 16? Oh, barrel 16. Barrel 16, that's yep. right. Um, and I went with my uh, Blackback uh, straight bourbon whiskey um, from Silverback. And Cole uh-huh. killed it. 70, oh, oh, Cole's got the yawnies. We've got to hurry up here.
1: Oh, no. Every uh, time I yawn, it shows up. No.
0: <laughs> Cole was with 75 to 25% there. Had some good write-ins, though. Uh, Miles Ferguson killed it. 518, went with Glendronic 21. Nice. It's only a two-ounce sample bottle because my only cool thing is from because he's a Patreon supporter of Chill
1: Darn right
0: he is. Yeah, so Chill Filters, uh, Cole particularly, will take care of you if you're a patreon for sure um as long as you yeah. like manly men showing up at your door with whiskey back uh, yeah. boxes so mm-hmm. uh he's manly of whiskey and water went with john leroy's batch one have you heard of that i don't even know what that is i I'm, like that i'm impressed i've
1: never heard of john leroy but i'm intrigued now so uh of water what what whiskey and water
0: of whiskey and water of underscore whiskey underscore if you're listening
1: water let us know how John Leroy is by sending the Manly Man courier, or at least hitting us up on Instagram, and we'll see what we can do.
0: We'll send that Manly Man your way. Uh, yeah. Who gives a dram? Uh, one of our one of our new friends here on Instagram, loving talking to him. Not only, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. but uh, he said anything EHT as they are the best looking bottles, and like EHT, yeah. Plus, look the tube, oh, yeah. you get the tube. I, I'm a kid, like yeah. It's great too. I love Christmas time, and when there's a wrapping paper tube, any tube, like I'm impressed. I will
1: give them the tube.
0: <laughs> and then uh, Marco and Casey went with anything from N.B. Roland. Excited to eventually hear it on the podcast. And gosh, we will get to it. Yeah, I'm excited too. Yeah, I, like I, I got a go
1: courier that to you. Oh yeah, and... he he gave us like six each. So, I gotta, I gotta courier that to so, you pretty oh, soon. Man.
0: I tell you one thing, Cole. and then,
1: um, yeah, go ahead.
0: We're living the dream, man. We we, we are, we are, <laughs> we are deep in the awesome community. Like, we just, like. yeah, we have I made it. it. I love it. If, oh, yeah, anyway. And then, uh, Carl V. J. Uh, Carl Vos, mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: Uh, Carl, um, V. Joseph.
0: Yeah. Carl Joseph mm. with a V in the middle there. Carl V. Joseph. Yep. Went with the Yamazaki 12 year and that's nice. that a great bottle. Uh, Joel Nemo 9, Ardbeg Dark Cove. Bottle looks cool, and it tastes good, of course. So, anyway, that was last darn week. darn right. Ardbeg, so good. This week, I'm going to surprise you guys. Cole, I'm going to surprise you a little bit. You may not know this, but <laughs> <laughs> what whiskey we to choose is, what is an epic whiskey that you have that you can rub into the faces of of other people who get sassy with you, you just say, "You know what? You think you know something about whiskey, but you know what? Have you had this?" And you just go to that shelf and you show them a bottle that they might make them say, "I don't have that. I'm a dummy." Yep. That they do okay, Cole. Is that oh no, right? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, yeah, it's perfect. So I tell you what, you're gonna, you're definitely gonna win this week. I can tell you already before I even say anything because Cole's collection, I think, I Cole's collection is. He's got, he's, got, he's, he's got it. Cole has got it locked down. But anyway, what is your bottle, Cole? What What do you rub in sassy people's faces?
1: I still got like probably four ounces left of E.H. Taylor cured oak on my shelf. Okay. And that is, if people see that, they'll be like,
0: what? You have cured oak?
1: 2015 release. E.H. Taylor. I mean, you can't even find E.H. Taylor the what is it, the uh 18 year marriage anywhere anymore because it's so easy to leave the shelf. This bottle, if it were sealed, probably be worth like three thousand dollars at least. Um <laughs> EH taylor cured oak. That's my that's my uh my oh, one I'm playing this I week. I thought you were gonna what win. you got Robbie I you
0: are gonna win. You're gonna lose. You are gonna oh. lose Okay. So people get sassy with me. They're like, oh I've got this bourbon. It tastes like apples. It tastes like caramel. It's blah, 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 blah. Um, I've got this, <laughs> this whiskey. It's super peated. It tastes like pears. It tastes like blah, 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 blah. I've got this rye. It tastes Smoked like... Smoked pears. Blah. You know, like all your stuff doesn't compare because I've got a whiskey on my shelf that tastes like straight peanut butter. It's called Screwball.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can't put that in. That's not a real whiskey.
0: <laughs> I'm doing it, Cole. It's either oh, it's either that or it's fifty bottles of Jack Daniels, and I'll go out and buy them right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go screwball. That's on my shelf. because funny. anything I have isn't really gonna like. Like I have I so might as well get a reaction. Yeah, you know, like I'll, I'll take I'll take like the oh silly Robbie kind of a vote thing. That's what I'm going for this week to win. Well.
1: That that's what I think you'll get is like some of our longtime listeners will just feel bad for you and they'll be like, "I'll give this one to Robbie."
0: <laughs> so this is the. We problem. won't mention your we, names. We've got to avoid stuff that's on your shelf because if it's a. An... That's true. Oh, I just oh, uh. just knock my microphone down and pretend like I got hurt. Oh shoot, my wife's Oh, over. rough. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Hi, Chelsea.
0: My my mic over, and I was pretending I was hurt. My wife came over all concerned. Um, (laughs) and the babies are hopefully sleeping in their bed. Uh, yeah, so you'll win anything that's on the shelf. Um, but
1: yeah, that's true at this point. But who knows? The future might be different.
0: Well, who knows? And you know what, Cole? I hope, and oh no, we can't do that yet. Um, what are we drinking next week?
1: Uh, let's take a look at the list. You know, part of me wants to put up that mellow corn. I get okay. something else. Uh, but okay. let's see what else we got that's on that level.
0: Um,
1: let's see. I'm, what, I'm pulling it up now.
0: What if we did... Okay. What about that... I, I, okay, so it's similar... Well, that Silverback Christine Riggleman.
1: I'm down. I kind of yeah you. let's do that do they're that. both um, not everyone knows of both or at least has had either oh, so yeah Christine Riggleman Silverback or uh Melicorn, Bottled and Bond that's a uh, uh, Bryce Morita versus a Ben Klepsig Ooh, joint right uh-oh. there yeah go. gosh so watch out you know who would win in a fight Um. I don't know uh, Bryce is a Morita, therefore related to Pat Morita. Mm-hmm. But typically, I would say that, that Ben Klepsig might win that battle. Uh, they're both beautiful, as they both are Patreon listeners. Mm, yeah. So I would hate to see either of their beautiful faces get yeah, hit by you, a fist. Just,
0: will, uh, the fight is sanctioned for groin shots only. Don't touch those beautiful Groin faces. shots
1: only in this fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Bryce, if you ever go to Madison or uh, Rice, not where does he live? Uh, I won't say where he lives. He lives pretty close to Madison. Um, but if you ever go to Madison, watch out for Ben. And Ben, if you ever go to Bethlehem or wherever, uh, I forget, somewhere around Allentown, Pennsylvania, uh, watch out for Bryce. He's scrappy. Yeah, wear a cup. <laughs> Cause he's going for the groin. Anyway, I think that's a great episode, and I hope our listeners uh yeah it, enjoyed the uh the good time.
0: You know, it may not be a great episode, but cool, I hope you had a good time yourself.
1: <laughs> oh, I did. But most of all, <laughs> listeners, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours.